0: When I think about the complexity of the human experience, I realize quickly that our own experiences are so unique. So naturally, our movement is a reflection of this. Movement is more than just exercise. It's impacted by our mental, physical, spiritual health, not to mention play, culture, sports, science, the arts, and well, basically everything in between. Welcome to the Matters of Movement podcast. I'm your host, Christina Whalen Chabot. Join me in exploring all the things that impact movement and how we can all strive to move better to feel better as I interview movement experts, researchers, and real people who have made big and inspiring changes in their lives by turning to movement and wellness. Thank you for tuning in to the Matters of Movement podcast. Today, I'm so excited to welcome our special guest, April Woolley. Hi, April.
1: Good afternoon, Miss Fabulous Christina. How are you? I'm
0: good. Welcome to the podcast.
1: So thrilled to be
0: here. Thank you. I'm going to explain a little bit more later on about why I'm so excited to have you here. But I met April a few times over the years through the connection um, of her husband and my father-in-law, oddly enough. (laughs) But our friendship was really solidified last year when she contacted me after seeing an advertisement about my very first retreat we went on a date that looked a lot like a speed date they'll just say that that first date was electric and we've been friends ever since Um, i'm just going to start off by sharing your bio but, but first i want to thank you so much for joining me on this podcast and i'm so grateful to you so let's do this So April at 54 was having breakfast, feeling stiff and achy again, and knew that she had to get moving. She realized now uh, what she was feeling and experiencing at that time was body decay and muscle atrophy. And after three years with a mobility specialist and personal trainer, she has undergone a physical, emotional, and mental transformation. She sees a pain-free mobile future in her sights so society has been sold out by the government doctors and plenty of weight loss companies operating in the interest of health and wellness. And she is committed to helping others find their way to a life of play, not decay and atrophy. And she continues to receive notes and letters of thanks and appreciation for providing inspiration, motivation, and hope. So I think this is such a, a lovely intro to you and I wanted to move into what I see every time I open up your Instagram profile in your little bio it says positivity agent (laughs) and I personally love this because that is exactly what you are Um, if anyone were to meet April for the very first time that this is what they would sense from her she is delightful Yes, she's positive, but she's also incredibly supportive. And she actually walks around life making people feel amazing about themselves. So I wanted to ask you, April, even though we've talked about this in the past, but for our viewers, our listeners, how did this become your thing? The positivity agent part of it. Um, for me,
1: there's just so much negativity. There is just so much of an attitude, which is cultivated from the media, can't do something, everything, there's a problem. And in general, as we go through life, that's part of it. There are stressors, there are disappointments, there are things where we are just let down. And I firmly believe that for everything that may not go our way, there is something better on the way. And by being around people who are struggling with that, it helps me stay focused on the, the crucial, really, the crucial aspects of my mission, if you will, that there is always another side. There is always a light at the end of a tunnel. And it fills me to fill somebody else. And it sounds very cliche and all of that sort of thing what's really magical though is when we put that cliche aside put that thought process aside and really just move forward in the positive aspects of life you can't help but win you can't help but have a full heart and a gift is meant to be given and to me i want to share my gift that i've discovered And why not, you know,
0: I mean, you know, I remember the one day you posted about this, such a touching story about this, you know, mom with her son in the grocery store and you were so open with her and told her how much you thought she was such a great mother. And she just was so touched by the whole thing. And then she opened up to you about actually in reality, she'd been having such a difficult time. That story really, really stayed with me. And I know that she walked away from that experience feeling, I'm I'm getting emotional, but feeling good about herself, you know? And I think that the power that you have, the gift that you have in sharing with people those kinds of things is just wonderful. And I appreciate you. And you've done the same thing for me on, you know, countless occasions. And I just wanted people to know who you are starting this podcast. (laughs)
1: Well, I, I, I totally appreciate that. It wasn't something that came easy because I stumbled along the way. And it started off with the little bits, the little bits. But as I opened up to people that I literally saw in a situation that I wanted to water, I really wanted to water it and help them grow through it. It was, you know, there was the awkwardness at first. And sometimes you stumble for the words, but I knew that they needed watering. They were, just, they were just dry and, and down. And it started, and as with everything, one step ahead of the other. And before I knew it, this is something that I get a great deal of joy from, but it is one step at a time. And I appreciate you bringing back that story because I can remember that like it was yesterday. That's the power of keeping going why we must never give up and certainly why we must never assume that everybody is happy and everybody is in a great place. We all have a need and a desire and it's, it's, it's mental health to be validated.
0: Honestly. I agree. So I wanted to have April on here because she has such a great story to share about her health and wellness journey. So I, uh, Maybe I'll ask you to share a little bit about how your journey started.
1: Okay, it started, we're I guess about three and a half years into it. And it started at my kitchen table with a cup of coffee and just me and the newspaper. And you know how you can shift in the chair, you might get up to get another cup of coffee. And everything ached, literally. My joints ached, I was stiff. And at that moment, the words, I need to get moving, flashed in front of me. It was like the light switch went on and off. What I have to get moving doing? No idea. Just saw the lights. You have to get moving. Amazing. And I was uh, scanning on Facebook and a feed came across. And the message was, "There's, there's my answer. there's my movement and I reached out to this individual and we made a plan and in the beginning I had no idea movement what's that Uh, what is that movement oh I walk that's movement Um, and I brought him on board as my uh, trainer there's going to be a a weight loss thing but weight loss wasn't the, the, the kick it was to get moving and the, 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 gaps that I get now is, um, I was okay. Yeah. I'll sign up for three months. Okay. Three months came and I was like, yeah, no, I'm cool. I'm good. We're, we're, we're done. And I think back to that moment now, and it's such a, a naive, um, <laughs> uneducated thought process. You know, here I am with 54 years of, decay and atrophy and nope three year or three months i'm cool and it just started to become cumulative and i stayed another three months and another three months and here i am three and a half years later movement unbelievable the movement not a workout but a movement session did a complete body transformation on me i mean i'm talking complete from head to toe and from mental emotional spiritual physical a complete transformation and i i have not looked back absolutely not on what i experienced through that there was a huge amount of pain and growth and boy did it suck on some days some days it was absolutely brutal and here I am, and I will not look back, and I have had um, a few of your uh, retreats under my belt, and it is all about what we evolved from to move, to keep moving. And it, it, my successful, pain-free, aging, um, strong body and mind, it's just that mantra, that, that uh, visualization is, is so imperative to all of us. But when I'm looking at um, people in my age bracket and where I was to where I am now, it, it completely, not only did it enrich my life to go down this path, It enhanced my life. It improved my life. My social um, beings, my um, relationships, Mm -hmm. personal and professional. Mm -hmm. The movement aspect, as you well know, is such a therapy in our physical, but in our brain. Mm -hmm. We have brain health that has been neglected. And Mm -hmm. I there's no need. We've just been sold out by the government, by um, these weight loss companies. All of this has sold us as a society out. Yeah. So that's
0: a a smidge where I started. So did you have any second thoughts about your commitment to getting moving? Every day, (laughs) Um, every day. I would say
1: for the first year and a half, it yeah. was that whole uneducated mindset. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. I got it now. I got it now. To the pain in the beginning, the, the growth that mm-hmm. was coming from um, just getting moving from the muscle thing to the next morning, there was a huge difference between the um, the pain of, yeah, I've been moving and I feel great, I think. Yeah. To, <laughs> I've been, um, I've injured myself. Right. But the commitment, because I didn't know what it was. What was I getting from this? Mm. And that's where a big part of um, who we take up with is what makes the difference between understanding it yeah. and committing to it. Versus a short-term shot in the arm fix. Right. But like, did I question the commitment? Oh, did I? Yes.
0: And now, I, I, I wouldn't question it.
1: Right but now, there's, there's no way.
0: Right. But even, you know, many seasoned people, you know, when it comes to moving and exercising, still have those days where they just don't want to get up and go. <laughs> and it's hard. It it is. You know what?
1: Hey, I'm not gonna lie. If it's raining out, and in the, the colder weather, and in the warmer weather, <laughs> you don't want to. You're gonna make every excuse going. Bed is a wonderful place. Yes, bed is your friend <laughs> on those mornings or those late nights. And do I want to get up? There's mornings. No, not at all. And, you know, you, you touch the, the cold space of the bed and then you come back to where it's warm and toasty because you're safe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not intimidated or um, nobody is asking anything of you. Right. But yeah. you, you put your feet on the ground and out you go. Yeah, exactly. And it's, the payoff is what you must keep in mind. The payoff mm-hmm. of the feeling. That's right. Is... Is it? Do I want to just stay here? Because eventually your hips are going to ache some more. Yes. And eventually, you know what? Just, you're going to feel crap.
0: Yeah. So you got to keep the payoff in mind. Exactly. I agreed. So you've said so many times that your mental and emotional well-being has been positively impacted by your new way of life. Tell us more about that. Miraculous. The connection
1: from moving my body to the clarity in my thought process. When we're stressed, when I am preoccupied, when we're somewhere else, we become reactive. Everything's a reaction. Oh, I can do this. Okay, I gotta do that. Let's go here, We've let's finish that. Joey's going to school, whatever's going on. You're, you're reactive. And now with this, everything is clear. I am clear about what's asked of me and I am confident to shut it down. What's not serving me now doesn't get past me. Mm -hmm. And that is because I've been feeding my physical health, which feeds my emotional sense of growth hugely. So when I say it's affected me positively, specifically, the confidence has gone up. My reaction is now a response to yeah. questions. We do a lot of things now. We, as in uh, certain relationships, uh, work uh, demands, we do them on my terms. Mm-hmm. And, and that's an incredible power to have. And it's in us. It's up to us to birth it, is what it is. How has your spiritual health been impacted? Spiritual means different things to different people. So yeah. when I my spiritual health, my spiritual well-being has been impacted by it, I am aware of the importance of a spiritual life to us here on Earth. But spiritual for me was the awareness
0: being able to serve people. When, when people have gone through a big transformation or they have just been touched in a special way, wh- why they're through your experience with this journey on with health and wellness, it, it then becomes obvious that it's time to share that. It's time to share how you got from where you were to where you are. And that's the servitude. When
1: you get to this place, um, sharing it, you couldn't be more spot on. People, as a society, as humans, we really owe it to ourselves to get it together with our physical and our emotional. And the thing is, we never arrive, we're never there. It's something that we continue to work towards how full you get from that and, and how elated and high and happy you get from, from exactly what you said, being able to share it is incredible. It's, it's how we start to bond with people, which we are pack animals. We are destined to be together. And when you get that and experience it, And give yourself that gift because that's exactly what it is. You resonate with other people, with like-minded people. And that's where the power comes in. That's where the power comes
0: in. Yeah. So good. It's the same
1: with you and I. The same with you and I, Christina. When we're in that fun place, that's great as friends. But when we're in that place of Resonating with each other. When I get you together, we can feel that it's
0: a—it's an electric strength. Yeah. It's an invisible electric strength. Yeah. So. Amazing. It's so fun, and I feel like I haven't met anyone uh, in a long time who's done that for me. And I—I I love that. You know, I—I I love our age gap. I—I I love that we despite any, anyone's kind of idea of what friendship should look like in this world, in this society. I love our friendship. I think it's beautiful. And so talking about age, you know, you started your journey at 54. Yes. When I read a news article about how many people are giving up on their health and wellness right. at 40 years old, the first person I thought of was you. I was like, what does April have to say about this? So tell me, what are your thoughts on that? In
1: the beginning, I, I, it was anger. It was frustration and disappointment. It is, it's a lie for starters. It is an out and outright lie that 30s are that sweet spot than the 40s. You know, it, plenty of men and women, you know, oh, going into forty. You know, everything's going downhill from here. And the media, the magazines, the internet, social media is loaded with that stuff. It's they're making victims out of oodles of people. So I decided to take the anger and the frustration and turn it to something that I can show. Because we believe more of what we see than what we hear. It's like 70 should be the new 30. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, People need to know that you weren't just put here for a 40, 45 year span. And then you're supposed to live the rest of it in pain and obesity and um, poor choices. It's because it's been shame. Body shaming, fat shaming. So who's going to reach out on that because now you're vulnerable. But to hear that, um, I, I, I've had some really interesting um, spontaneous conversations on that. Um, I've had um, plenty of, yeah, whatever. It's for you. It's not for me. You know, last time I all checked, I checked, we all got the same biochemistry. We all got the same setup on a cellular level. Yeah. So it's, it's how we choose to educate ourselves, and it is a choice, and there's no shame in it. No, embrace the ignorance that you might have regarding um, poor food choices, um, pain. This umbrella of—oh, now you've hit the hot spot. This umbrella of um, arthritis. Everything's under the, the arthritis, osteoarthritis, arthritis. Um, you know, joint pain. All it's like everything. Mm-hmm. is it's unfair that we sell ourselves short because yeah. I was there. I yeah. was selling myself short. Yeah. It boils down to how real do you want to be and how how much do you care about yourself? Right. And there is no shame in getting
0: educated on self-care. Right. Mental health. Right. Um, emotional health. When I was at U of T doing my master's degree, I did a research project specifically on women who were postmenopausal, and I was looking at this specific measure of health, which is called heart rate variability. So, what that is, is it's a wonderful marker for wellness, basically. You can look at this marker, heart rate variability, in any population with any health concern. Generally, as people are growing older, heart rate variability is decreasing just because our bodies they don't bounce back as quickly and having that information is important you know just to understand how we function physiologically mm-hmm. but using it as a reason to give up <laughs> is is really counterintuitive right because anybody can go and work hard on their health eat well exercise and will actually be able to show an improvement in these health markers in this particular heart rate variability improvement in their blood pressure improvement in their weight improvement in in many aspects even in strength you know they can take elderly people and have them do strength training and their quality of life will be improved. So preaching to the choir, of course, hundred percent. I don't think anyone should be giving up after 40, let alone after 50 and 60 and 70, because really those are the times when you really should be investing in your health. I'm with you on this one.
1: (laughs) Taking the information that you've just shared with us that's that's all facts mm-hmm. that's a, a scientific fact mm-hmm. and we're not complicating it as soon as you start complicating that these markers let's get up a statin, let's get them um on blood pressure pills let's you know as soon as we complicate that and introduce something that was never designed to be in the human body all you're doing is putting a band-aid on it that's yeah. all you're doing we're yeah. not fixing the problem yeah. So absolutely. And I think that's probably one of the things that strengthens our relationship and our commitment to this message is it doesn't have to be like that.
0: Exactly. Well, let's talk a little bit about how our body compensates for pain. Can you share a little bit more of your thoughts on that?
1: Now that is the million dollar question, because you know why <laughs> nobody asks it and Th- they don't understand the relationship between it. Mm-hmm. So the question of how our body compensates for pain is—it's a—it's sort of like stepping on one of those garbage cans with the foot pedestal, and the lid flips open. That's how our body compensates. It is all of a sudden—it's everywhere. That lid just keeps flipping up. you Let's take a a a bad foot. Let's say a woman, for argument's sake, has been in poor fitting shoes for. Mm-hmm. The past 10 years yeah so now she's been compensating because the foot is not designed to fit into a v and now she's compensating to alleviate hip pain which has been up from the feet to the thigh to the calf you know backwards and right into the hip so now you've got a hip issue that causes you to lip and this is the phys- this is the, uh, the visual part of how the body compensates for stress. So now you're stressing the other side of the body with the weight distribution. Mm-hmm. And now you're setting yourself up for, it just, a, the, the hip joint wears quicker because it's rotating in such a way that it's not aligned. Yeah. How does it affect our body on a, on a, on a stressed emotional setup you're in a constant state of pain you are flipping around in the chair trying to find a comfort level because your left hip isn't right because of that shoe issue Mm -hmm. and your emotional stress your 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 response level you're quicker you're um reactive yeah you become reactive so a it's a dangerous walk is what it is when we don't heed what the body is telling us you set yourself up for injury in a day-to-day activity because it isn't as strong. And if it was if it's an ankle issue, if it's something you go to pick up, perhaps a car seat out of the back, extra groceries, you turn and you lift it the wrong way. Now we've got a shoulder that's all wonky and mm-hmm. you can't, your range of motion is limited.
0: You need to heed. The body tells us many things. Yes. You just need to listen. Many, many people are just not able to hear the messages, that somehow that connection to the body is either cut off or it's dulled and we're not getting the information or we're just ignoring it. Denial. Denial
1: is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, There's plenty of us, be it, it's not even a gender thing. There's just plenty of us in our day-to-day lives that something starts to run amok and we're like, oh, I'll get you it next week. Um, you know, it's, it's, I need to make sure that whatever's going on in the home is, is up and running. And this is, we hear oodles of oodles of times where um, the woman takes a back seat to whatever's going on and, oh no, she'll be fine. Now. And, and as women, we haven't been trained to do that. We haven't been taught. We haven't been encouraged to put ourselves first. And, this bit about you can't pour from an empty cup and true words were never spoken. Yeah. And the next, you know, you're in the hospital because I don't know, the stress is through the roof and you twisted your ankle and you're at home. I don't know. Maybe you have kids. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have a husband. Maybe you don't. The bottom line is you are out of commission. What does it take? What's the turning point? What's the solution? to stop it right it is here and and the best thing i i can't encourage it enough the best thing and the best word a female will ever know is no
0: absolutely i know i'm
1: really (laughs) animated with my hands it's it's no when you're in the hospital family or not the, the world is going to go on. Yeah. So why not have it go on with you in a good place? Exactly. Yeah. You're not and a hero. You will not get the the badge. There's no good coming from denial yeah. and from ignoring right.
0: yourself and sacrificing no. yourself. Right.
1: And, and, and for what? you know, I have plenty, I'm childless by choice. I have plenty of women friends who have, you know, they're the 22 year olds now. And I have plenty who have, um, the smaller, the younger children, such as yourself. And, and for what? Yeah. You know what? We are capable and we can draw on the resources, whether it's a financial resource that you need, it's out there, whether it's the, um, to help in the house with laundry how does i have a husband and i don't know where all this laundry comes from with the toolbox <laughs> i can't imagine with uh let's, say, let's take your situation for uh, the mom and the dad and the three kids laundry like does it stop at your place no it doesn't <laughs> and, and that's the thing right no because all it is it's 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 a fine line between abuse that we, we, I don't, I'm not going to say we encourage it, but we tolerate it. We condone it.
0: Yeah. There's always something that has to be done and there's this yeah. pressure and, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's important to be able to say, well, you know, will the world end if I leave the dishes out all night? Mm, No. I mean, it might be gross to wake up to a messy kitchen in the morning, but you know what? Maybe you need the rest more than you need to do the dishes, or maybe someone else needs to step in and help, you know? So, and it's not just about, you know, around the house. It's other things, you know, people coming into your life and asking things of you and uh, being able to say no to that as well. It's imperative. People in general need
1: to prioritize themselves. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And the power is in you. It's a deep breath that says, you know what, this ain't working. This is not working. And whether it's working for you or not, it's not working in the house. Because as they say, if mom ain't happy, nobody's happy. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like being able to set up healthy boundaries, but being consistent so that you can keep moving forward and that you take care of yourself. Because no one else is going to take care of you. You're going to
1: be doing it. You're spot on. You recognize it. Now you need to be able to share it in a sane manner. Being able to communicate it in such a way. Consistency is key. But we must be mindful of the small wins. We all have a life. And it's not right or wrong how we live it. What's right or wrong is are we prioritizing ourselves?
0: Exactly. Period. All right. I want to talk about the most amazing video that you posted on uh, social media. It was of you climbing that big rock in your backyard. Best video ever. And I'll tell you why it was so good. It wasn't just the fact that you climbed that rock and, you know, were so successful. It was showing the attempts, like the, the three or four times before you got to the end because you know some people would have been like well let's just show the successful part and it was like well no April had to try like three or four times maybe more before just to get there and you even fell and I was worried about you (laughs) but you did it in the end and I think I just when I was watching that I was, I think I was, I had to stand up because I had all this anticipation, like built up inside of me, like cheering you on to get you on top of that rock. But, but looking at what you accomplished, you know, three years ago, looking back where you were to where you are now, having been able to do this, like what a sense of accomplishment.
1: Well, thank you for that. Because I will tell you, that, yes, there was numerous attempts. There's a couple of uh, real imperative things that came into play. A, the trust of my trainer. This was his idea. Okay. And of course, I had a few things to say about that, but it was his idea. And I'd probably been working up to it for about, I'm going to say two weeks. Okay. You know, you, making sure this is right and that is right. But the attempts going forward, um, there was literally gut fear. I had that, I'm going to fall because I had to do the, the jump up first. And then because of the angle of the rock, I had to keep going. Or literally, as you saw, I was coming back yeah, head over heels. Yeah. And I, I remember being in front of it and the psych that I had to have. And I knew that if he believed in me enough, then I had to, I had to get on board. Yeah. And the second attempt I was up, but I, the idea was to get up and not touch it with my hand. So I had to literally jump up and walk. Okay. And the psych in front of that, Mm -hmm. because now I could go, I could literally go out there now and do it. And, but in the beginning and something that is the people who are listening always know that it's not that you can't do something. It's just that you haven't. And that was filling me at the time. And when it happened and I got the second step and I was up, everything in me was standing on it. I yeah. was electric. Yeah. And excitement factor from achieving it, I'm going to get emotional here. This is something that nobody should deny themselves. The ability and the excitement of doing something you haven't done. It doesn't matter whether it's the push-ups which I still can't do after all this time, but I don't deny myself the excitement and the potential and the hope that I could. When I got up on that rock, I I have no words for what. It was the garbage can. Boy, did it flip open. My head was just wide. But people who are looking to get moving, get mobile, um, try something new, who are thinking of something from a dream point, and you and I've had that conversation, never deny yourself the potential and the hope Because there's no need for it. And that's where our greatness comes in, is stop the denial. Stop denying yourself. And if I fell, which I did, oh well, my legs, for the summer, it was like I wouldn't want to wear a skirt because I mean they were pretty banged up. But so what? It, It did. It got a lot of views, and it continues to get a lot of views on. Uh, my trainer's uh, site Mm -hmm. and it's that connection where when you're working with somebody, even if it's a, a a business coach, a, um, a mobility coach, it, whoever we're with, it's like kids and and teachers, right? They have to have the trust in Mm -hmm. the teacher to, you know, let their hand go while they're doing a balance on, you know, those, parking barriers that the kids will yeah. try and walk straight. Line. You know, they have to have that trust
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's what propelled me forward. Yeah. But I will never deny myself that again, ever. Yeah. There's no need for you to deny yourself and fear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fear is just a, it's, it's really actually um, a, a useless emotion.
0: Right. And it's a very
1: <laughs> um, restrictive emotion. Right. Um, it is, given us, I guess, from the evolution days, uh, you know, so that you're not getting eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. But last time I checked, there was none on the loose here in
0: Schaumburg. So, so as you know, I mean, you were part of this campaign mm-hmm. called Move Better, Feel Better, where the profits from the sale of my move better, feel better tank tops is going to women's mental health and a wonderful organization called black women in motion. Um, can you share with our listeners what move better, feel better means to you?
1: Well, I never gave it much thought, you know, honesty until I became aware of um, your commitment to the, uh, to the cause. And a lot of the times It's when we think and give it some um, some conscious effort. Move better, feel better. I think what really got me was the connection between move better, feel better emotionally, psychologically, Mm -hmm. spiritually. All these Mm -hmm. are feelings. Mm -hmm. And there is a connection between moving and feeling. And moving well and consistently, as you say. Is the wire to feeling better,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: feeling better about how we approach the day, Mm -hmm. feeling confident in our abilities to take on, I don't know, the Parent Teacher Association to take (laughs) on um, the delivery of the, uh, the board meeting, to feel better. Yeah. In general, yeah. Overall,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or specifics, yeah. But there is no denying that that connection mm-hmm. uh, of movement and emotional, spiritual, health are connected at the core. That's right. You won't convince me any differently. <laughs> you know what? I wanted to tell you about the shirts. Um, when I uh, I put it on today specifically for this, it has such a great cut to it
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know a lot of tank tops for women tend to be um i don't know just like a schluck right like yeah. a blah. yeah but the content of it but the cut is actually it compensates for the fuller bust mm-hmm. and i like that it just sort of skims over the hip area without i don't know looking bulky or It was, it was made for the female shape. And I love that about it. Somebody did her homework.
0: I agree. That's, I do love that about the tank tops. And the other thing that's great and is that they wash really well and that they just get softer and softer and the color doesn't fade. And like the artwork stays there, stays put. I've been wearing mine and washing mine regularly and they still look the same, which is amazing. Um, Obviously I'm not biased.
1: (laughs) It was a job well done on your part, my friend.
0: Thank you, April. I loved this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. And April has a new direction in her business and and she's now called it successful pain-free aging. So if you want to learn a little bit more about April and the work that she does, April, can you tell people where they can find you? I'm on, um, I'm on Facebook and it's, um,
1: april acw which are my initials april acw and the same on instagram april acw so it's nice and easy and i would be thrilled to just talk sometimes just talking things through Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is where we get our brain health where we get our emotional health from so thank you so much for having me i appreciate you and your family And thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for listening in to Matters of Movement, the podcast. I hope that you learned something new today. I am your host, Christina whalen Chabot, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Matters of Movement. And if you want to buy a tank top or just check out my website, you can do that at mattersofmovement.ca. In order for our podcast to reach a bigger audience, you can show your support and love by subscribing to reviewing and rating this podcast. See you next time, where we will continue to explore all matters related to movement.